0: Welcome to Technically Spiritual, a podcast that explores how technology impacts the way we think, feel, and act. We look to both ancient wisdom and psychology to understand how to nurture our minds, bodies, and souls today. We strive to integrate our spiritual selves into our digital world to create peace in our minds and on our planet. I'm your host, Prayer Naman Chanda. Hi everyone, it's Prerna. Welcome to Technically Spiritual. I hope that you're staying safe and feeling good. Before I introduce today's episode, I want to remind you to check out technicallyspiritual.com if you haven't already, for all things Technically Spiritual. If you want to learn more about the episodes, you can access the show notes, you can sign up for upcoming offerings like meditation classes and community talks, Or if you or someone you know wants to host a digital wellness seminar at work, you can find out all the information about corporate services. We also have a newsletter where you receive practical suggestions that are backed by scientific research for living more mindfully in a digital age beyond turning off your notifications, as well as many other things. If you haven't signed up already, you can sign up through the website and you'll receive a free meditation. Talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is the Earth. In honor of Earth Day, that's celebrated on April 22nd. You might be listening to this in in another time in space, but at the time that I'm releasing this episode, we're celebrating Earth Week. And I think, especially in recent years, we see a lot happening on social media and in advertising around Earth Day and Earth Week. We see a lot of companies coming out of the woodwork who don't actually uphold sustainability, greenwashing their websites, attempting to prove how committed they are to our mother earth, when in reality, we don't really know what's happening behind closed doors at these companies. We might have an icky feeling about using them, but they're so, so convenient and they know how convenient they are. So they do anything that they can to make us feel better and convince us that we're voting for the Earth with our dollar if we use their product or service. Meanwhile, on social media, we see influencers and companies and brands also expressing their love and commitment to the Earth. Some are performative, some are authentic, but the thing that bothers me the most is a lot of this trauma porn and shaming that occurs around Earth action. I think most reasonable people understand that the climate is changing and we are in dire need of making changes quickly within the next decade or so. Like It is a, an urgent, imminent thing that's happening that we do need to pay attention to in order to avoid detrimental effects. But if we are constantly being shown horrific images or getting shaming messages, we just end up in despair, which ultimately leads to inaction. I have spoken about how Instagram infiltrates our consciousness with images that we aren't expecting when we scroll aimlessly, which can really be brutal for our emotional state. So rather than spending Earth Day or really any day on social media, scrolling through, feeling miserable, feeling ridden with guilt, and then like purchasing metal straws or something, let's think about some actionable steps that we can take that make a difference. One person that I find to be quite empowering on social media and in her work is Anne-Marie Bonneau. She's known as the Zero Waste Chef. I think she's at Zero Waste Chef on Instagram. In her book, The Zero Waste Chef, she talks about this idea of zero waste. It seems pretty far-fetched for most of us. And she gives a really great example. She talks about the outcomes of 10,000 people reducing their trash waste She illustrates if 1% of 10,000 people, which is 100 people, reduce their waste to essentially zero or 100% of their waste in a year, we would reduce around 164,250 pounds of trash. If 25% of those people, so 2,500 people of the original 10,000, were to reduce their waste by 25% in one year, we would reduce 1,026,562 pounds of trash. And now if 100% of the 10,000 reduce their waste by only 10% in a year, we would reduce 1,642,500 pounds of trash, which is actually the most. So she illustrates that it's actually 100% of people doing 10%, not 10% of people doing 100% that makes the most difference globally. She says, quote, everyone doing a little bit makes the biggest impact of all three of these scenarios. Zero waste isn't an all or nothing proposition. You can live a little bit zero waste some of the changes necessary to reach that 10% goal, which just about everyone can do, won't hurt one bit. I really like this idea because 10% seems pretty manageable. When it comes to the environment, there are so many things we can think of doing, and of course it depends on our own socioeconomic situation. But a few things to consider in a broad way. We can try to reduce and reuse before resorting to recycling. This means reusing the same tote bag rather than getting single-use ones at the store or purchasing clothes or accessories that are pre-worn from a thrift store or consignment shop rather than purchasing fast fashion. We can think about how our food choices impact the environment. We can choose to eat more plant-based. We can look deeper into the practices of our favorite stores, and we can try to align ethically if we have the means to to quote-unquote vote with our dollar. We can look at what type of energy we're using in our homes and in our cars, if that's in our control, and the list goes on. This Earth Week and beyond, you might feel a lot of pressure to go 100% vegan or never use anything plastic again. But just like with any habit that we aim to build, we have to start with a small and manageable amount. Otherwise, we will burn out and we're not going to do anything. And a lot of people doing a tiny bit is more helpful than you trying to do everything. This can look like choosing to eat one plant-based meal per day or one plant-based day in a week like a meatless Monday. It can look like bringing a reusable coffee mug to pick up your morning coffee instead of getting a throwaway one. There are so many little things we can do, and it might not feel like these little things make a difference, but the compounding effect is huge if enough of us stop feeling like our small actions aren't enough, stop feeling like we aren't enough, and we actually commit to these steps consistently. A little bit generally goes a long way, especially if we take so much pressure off our individual selves and consider the collective impact. Zoom out a little bit. We can apply these principles to just about anything. We might feel like the only way to have a healthy relationship with our phones or with social media is to completely get rid of it. For some people, that works. Some people can be completely zero tech. For most of us, it's probably more effective to reduce our use of social media or limit the amount of time that we spend on our email or news versus attempting to completely get rid of it. For some of us with the means to do so, like Selena Gomez, being completely off the grid forever works when you have people doing things for you online and you have some presence or whatever. But for most of us, doing 10% to help ourselves, can help start a snowball effect to maybe implement more changes as time goes on. And at the very least, if as a culture, we're 10% less consumed with, distracted by, or even addicted to our phones, and we begin to attend to the things that matter most, like caring for our Mother Earth, it can have a tremendous impact thank you so much for taking the time to listen today as a reminder please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts this really does help if you are part of a team or a company that could use a new way of staying well joyful and rested both inside and outside of work don't forget about our corporate programming which can be found at technicallyspiritual.com corporate dash services or simply send us a message on instagram Technically, dot spiritual, and will point you in the right direction. Thanks again for taking the time to listen, and I hope you have a